We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Anyway, it's uh, Cardin and Roberts on the fan. How about your boy LeBron James last night dropping a 40 spot? All right, that's enough of that. 877-337. What team did he do it against, Craig? 66. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. No, no, not that there's anything wrong Fair with enough. beating bad teams. My team's done that Fair a lot. Enough. But Bob, you beat who's on uh, who's on your schedule. Yep. And the Lakers don't do a lot of beating of, any, of anybody. Dude, the L.A. Lakers He was right uh, now, like a 25-year-old last night. They are still 12th in yes. the Western Conference. Yes. And no AD. So. No, I got you. Um, by the way, I should mention, if I didn't already, I think I did. You know, the, one of the benefits uh, for, for Damar Hamlin last night and we said this, I remember when Tua, you know, had that nasty concussion on that Thursday night, is that is a level one trauma center. It is one of the best emergency hospitals in America. Right. And that's just, you know, dumb luck. But uh, you are talking, because remember the thing with Tua was, there were people out there that were being critical, that he was allowed to get on the plane and fly home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As if, like, the doctors at this hospital or somehow in cahoots with the NFL. Right. Eh, wrong. You are talking about, like, the best of the best. All due respect to HSS here and Einstein and some of the great hospitals. You know, we have here in New York City and doctors and medical staff and nurses. or at Robert Wood Johnson in Jersey. We have great hospitals here. But that place in Cincinnati is a badass hospital if you are ever in a life-threatening medical situation that's one of those places you want to be. No doubt. Nope. So he is definitely getting world-class care there. Uh, you know, the Stefan Diggs story also. You know, if you don't know the story, you may have seen video of Stefan Diggs walking towards the hospital entrance. Now, the hospital is a couple miles away, not bad, from the stadium. Maybe like a 10-minute drive, that kind of thing. Stefan Diggs got dressed, and I no joke, like, you can't make this up got into an Uber and took an Uber to the hospital. Now it's And again, it's a small little side story, but you would think, all right, there's transportation, police officer, something that's going to bring guys from the Bills who want to go visit their teammate. My man got dressed, went outside like a regular dude, got an Uber, and took the Uber to the hospital. And like a regular guy, got stopped at the hospital and was told, yeah. you can't go in there. Yeah. Until like, a reporter vouched for him and said, oh, but wait a second. This is Stefan Diggs. This is one of his teammates. And then he was allowed to go inside. Right. But that, like, that story, to me, that says a lot about Stefan Diggs. Sure. I mean, dude, this is when you play football, when you play any sport, that's a, a family member. I mean, think about all the time you're spending yeah. with that guy. 
And that's a part of why there was no way they could play that game. How could you concentrate on playing football when your friend, your brother's life is on the line right now? Like, you know, if someone got hurt at MetLife, what's the nearest, like, level one trauma center? Ah, dude. You know, that you go to from there. Doesn't feel that close, to be honest with you. Feels like nothing is close to that. I'm just wondering, like, uh, would you go to Robert Wood Johnson, which is over, you know, basically by the Rutgers campus? Dude, how long is that drive? I mean, by ambulance, I don't know. Is that a 20 minute drive by ambulance? Uh, You're going 90 miles an hour if you're even allowed to. We're the patient in the back. It looks like the New Jersey Trauma Center would yeah. be the closest to Newark, New Jersey. That's closest to um, to MetLife. I'm looking at a map. Yeah, yeah. trying to figure that answer out. Yeah, it looks that way. Yeah, there's. I I was I saw online my buddy Chris Mano, uh, who's a dear friend out Long Island who played as you know uh, practice squad for the Chiefs and Panthers. He was telling me that he read somewhere that, and I don't know if this is accurate or not, that. Every NFL city, there is a level one trauma hospital nearby the stadium. How near, though? How near that I don't about? know. That I don't know. Is that but by rule? I have no idea. Because it makes but a I'm, lot of sense. If that's accurate, that's fascinating. Dude, that makes a lot of sense, though. That you'd put a stadium within earshot of yeah, the level one trauma because center. Because you never know when you're going to need that. Could save somebody's life how close a hospital so, is. So do me a favor, if you don't mind, Tommy. What's uh, level one trauma for Philadelphia? I know there's a badass hospital in Camden, New Jersey, which is actually very close to where uh, you know uh, downtown Philly, where the where the Eagles play. Einstein Medical Center. That's a level one trauma. Yes. All right, so that's probably in Philly proper, right? Uh, I would imagine. Let's see how far away it is. Like I lived there for 15 years. You think I would know? Do you know? I don't. It's thus the question. I don't think you should know though. Like, honestly, do you know no, where everything is just because you live there? No, but you'd like to think you'd pick up on things. You know? All right, I'm the, putting uh, Google Maps in from the stadium to this center. And you know what the answer is? Close, right? Uh, it's a 36-minute drive. Yeah, that's a long. That's that's too long. Yeah, but that's normal. So you probably cut that in half for it's an four, ambulance, it's, right? four, it's 14 miles. Right. It's that's, like rush hour traffic now. That's what it's showing me. So you figure at night during a game. Yeah, but with sirens on. Ambulance, yeah, yeah, ambulance, yeah. So you probably cut that in half, right? Uh, Temple that, University Hospital is another option. Yeah, so Temple, well, there's like a whole, you know. Like, 9.3 miles. Yeah, so that's not a little bad. bit better. How about Soldier Field? I, uh, how close is their level one trauma center? I gotta look. Because maybe if Mano's right, that's fascinating to me. But what co- what quantifies as close? Like, is nine miles close enough? I think nine miles is pretty close. No? But you're right. Like, once you have the, the sirens, yeah, right, you once can fly. you're rocking your own, and I guarantee you that there's a police escort, you know, for that ambulance, too. Like, you have no traffic, right? So you could be there, like, in, in less than 10 minutes. University of yeah. Chicago. Trauma Center. Which is a great college, too. Trauma Center. Yeah, it's uh, five minutes from Soldier Field. Five minutes. That's close. I'm sorry, excuse me. Five miles. Five Five miles. miles. That's close. Which is less than ten minutes. Yeah. Right, with sirens, right? I wonder if that's a a mandated rule, because it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's a a great question. Good job, Chris Mano. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Now, assuming that we're not going to go every city right now, but I figure L.A. obviously is going to be one... Like you talk of major cities. Yeah. 
You know, Jacksonville, there's nothing That's, else in those Jacksonville, Those are the ones right? to check, right? Jacksonville. Just, to, just for the sake of it, do Jacksonville. It's a major city, though. It's yeah, but I, I guarantee you that, you know, everything Jacksonville is so close to each other anyway. That, I would, exactly. Yeah, University I would think. of Florida Health Trauma One Trauma Center in yeah. Jacksonville. How far oh, no, from uh, the stadium? Yeah, I got to see. Mm-hmm. What's the name of that stadium again? Jacksonville. No, what's the, Jaguars the name of the stadium? Jacksonville. The okay. name of where they play football. That's where the Jaguars play. Yeah, what's the name of the By the stadium? way, playoff game for the Jaguars Saturday night. They're going to win that game. T-I-A-A Bankfield. Of course, T-I-A-A Bank. It's 3.3 miles from the hospital. That's crazy. Dude, the smaller cities are going to be closer. I would think so, too. There's nothing in these cities. Yeah. You're right, yeah. So how about that for a little fact toward you didn't know? Yeah. That's not unique to Cincinnati. I thought maybe it was. How many miles away was it, did you say? Cincinnati? Cincinnati, yeah, yeah. Two. Two miles, that's nothing. Yeah, that's, I mean, Right there. Yep. Anyhow, here's uh, Mark in Syosset. Mark, how are we doing today, buddy? Good afternoon, guys. Uh, two things. One, I just want to tell you, you guys are handling this story uh, extremely well. Thank ABC you. got it right. NFL got it right. And you guys are getting it right. Thank the you. only thing I wanted to add, which is this. I knew at some point today that Evan was going to try to slip in something about the, jer- the Nets and <laughs> their win last night. And nobody on the planet but Evan cares about well, they I sold did. out. They had 18,000 people there, so few people care. And by the way, I'm glad you brought this up because I, I don't want I'd be remiss <laughs> if I didn't mention it. I want to I want to congratulate Jacques Vaughn. He has just been named the Eastern Conference go. Coach of the oh, Month. Boy. So congratulations, Jacques. Sometimes way, I guess something's better left unsaid. You want to hear something even funnier than that? He's a couple Go games ahead. away from coaching the All-Star team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm un- not even kidding. unrelated to, to the Nets. Thank you, Mark. Good job, buddy. But sort of related to the Nets and the Knicks? Yeah. I've been doing the math. I've been keeping up on something. About them meeting each other in the first round? No, not that. Something okay. bigger for all of us. Good. LeBron James. LeBron James is going to be in New York City. He's 484 away. In four weeks. Yeah, I don't know. That's too many. I How think. many points away is he? 484. I thought it was 384. No, but we'll 484. go with 484. Yeah, and he's got 13 games left. So he's got to average 37 a game. He's not going to get it. Yeah, too much. Yeah. And then what, we, what Evan's bringing up is we thought there was a chance LeBron would break Kareem Abdul Jabbar's all time scoring record in either Barclays or the Garden because he plays back to back nights, I think January 30th and 31st, mm-hmm. or 31st and 1st, whatever it is. Uh, and we thought, well, you know what? For that type of historical NBA moment, it'd be great if it happened at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. With a Nick win, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I would even go to the game if it was on the table. Yeah, he's actually, yeah, it's too much. It's he too made, many points. It's too many points. He's going to have to average about 37 a game yeah. and play every game. It's unrealistic. And by but... the way, he's playing his ass off. No, I know. But he's not going to average 37 a game. Probably could take a game or two off along the way, With too. With that said, if he plays both of those games, that's an incredible... People going to want to see that. It's LeBron James in New York City. You never know how many more times you got it. Yeah, that's... Uh, was that a Monday and a Tuesday? It's January 30th and 31st. So Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because that's that Tuesday, the 31st, where is the day that you're bringing in the chorizo quesadillas. Is that the same day? Well, it's the last Tuesday of the month. Yeah, so on the 30th, they're in Brooklyn. Then on the 31st, they're at the Garden. Great. So we should probably have a celebration or something. Should we? For LeBron James? Yeah. I mean, for you bringing in oh, Teresa Quesadillas. By, by the way, yeah. I know you're not going to like this. I'm doing it anyway. Don't I have to it. compliment LeBron James. Why? You, you have no idea what I'm going to say. There's a new movie coming out. I don't know if you're familiar with this. 80 for Brady? No. I, 
Am I talking about Tom Brady? I was saying maybe he commented on 80 for Brady. There's a you new... have four women in their 80s trying to bang yeah. Tom Brady at we're, the Super Bowl. We're not talking about I that I want to see stupid... Lily Tomlin get naked. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? No. <laughs> There's a movie coming out. I don't know the name of it. Luke, you can look it up. About two guys who are yeah. in LeBron James's house while LeBron's away. And they party at his house. So were they filming that movie when he thought people spray painted his uh, garage gate? Yeah, I had to turn this into a negative. So, I I don't know the name of the movie, but I saw the uh, coming attraction. called The Trailer. The Trailer. Yeah. You gotta hand it to LeBron. There's a scene in which they're looking into a movie. So, that's right. Two guys break into his house. And they're going to party LeBron's house. He's away. They're in his house. Am I right so far? Yeah. Go ahead. It's a reboot of a classic movie, House Party. Yeah. Which Craig has brought up on the air before. It's called House Party. I don't know if it's a a reboot of House Party. I think it's House Party. Kid and Play House Party. LeBron's redoing that now. So there's a scene in which, what's that thing where... Uh, a hologram? Hologram, okay. yes. Hear me out, Craig. Let me guess. Tupac scene. is rapping at the house party. There's a scene in which they look into LeBron's mirror, which features a LeBron hologram. Yeah. In which LeBron says two things. You got to hand it to him. Number one, he says, you have a great hairline. No matter what anyone says, it's beautiful. They're just jealous. The second thing he says and is... And part of me is saying, is it kid and play or like people that look like kid and play... With the huge uh, hair going all the way up like a... No. No, it's not. Okay. I don't think so. I'm just asking. Okay. And then the second thing LeBron in the hologram says is, you handled the decision great. (laughs) (laughs) You got to hand it to him. Every now and then he's got a sense of humor. He's having fun with himself. Every now and then he's got a sense of humor. I ain't going to lie. I can't wait to see that movie. All right, so first of all, let me walk you through the original. Go ahead. The original house party was awesome. Okay. It was a rap duo called Kid and Play. Right. All right. Uh... Martin Lawrence was in it. Uh, it was awesome. House Party 2, Pajama Party, stunk. Okay. All right? The fact that LeBron James is producing, I imagine, a reboot he of is. House Party yes. tells you it is going to suck. It looks funny. Why can't LeBron James come up with a movie idea that's new Craig, and creative? Craig, you act like he's got a team of people working for him. Craig, all the movies that are coming out, yeah. they're all remakes and reboots. Avatar 2 was a sequel. Not 80 for Brady. Brand new concept. Oh, come on. You think that's good? Four gals in their 80s trying to go to the Atlanta Super Bowl. Would you rather watch that or House Party? That. Stop. Please. So dopey. Yeah, dopey. I want to see a reboot. Of Kid and Play's house party. It's funny. LeBron's making fun of the decision. What more do you want? Oh, wow. Hey. This is not it. <laughs> no, that's not the song. It's the scene from the movie where they do that's the famous dance. No. Uh, you know the famous dance, Evan? Not really. You know the famous dance? So, I'm Kid, you're Play. All right. All right. And it's the Ola Ola dance. All right. Where they made famous. No joke. Yeah. Uh, it was like the gritty before the gritty. And it's where you and I would face off, but we're on the we're like a dance duo, right? And we'd go like feet together, feet together, feet no, no, I, I no know. idea. It's just a few years before my time, unfortunately. Yeah, Never well, saw in it. 1987 at Psy Salon Fraternity, <laughs> there was a lot of kid and play dancing on the living room floor, buddy. Wait, so what was it based on? Who was whose house were they s- sneaking into? Uh, was like, it somebody famous? Like, no, like some kid in high school. So it was just- High so it was just a random. Just a house we're having a house party. Yeah. What they and did Martin is, Lawrence was the DJ. And, okay. Yeah. So what they did here is they said, okay, we're sneaking into a famous person's house. That's the, the spin that they took. This is it. This is the theme song. Meanwhile, the actor known as 
kid uh, lives in L.A. and used to watch me and Boomer on CBS Sports Network while he was getting stoned every night. I would call <laughs> in because the time difference. It'd be like, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning on L.A. He's like, oh, I'm getting blasted, man. <laughs> you the funniest guy on the radio. Keep it up. It's Kid. <laughs> By the way, I read that Kid and Play will appear in this movie. They're making a cameo. Yeah, what are they, the grandparents of the kids having the party no, at LeBron's they, place? They play themselves from the original movie. Oh, is that right? That's what I read, yes. There you go. Snoop Dogg's in it. Little Wayne is in it. Oh, okay. That's my buddy, Little Wayne. Uh, I mentioned LeBron's in it. Anthony Davis is in it. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Anthony Davis is like the Jay Glazer, Mike Strahan thing. <laughs> right? As long as LeBron's around, Anthony Davis gets I don't know love. if my family's going to go for this, but I would actually see this in theaters. I would consider it. No, come on. It looks funny, man. Please. Why? Because there's so many other things that you have not seen for you to add LeBron James's house well, party hold on, hold on, hold on, is just obnoxious. Craig, Craig, do you agree that going to a movie theater is still a fun experience? I love movie theaters, okay. especially IMAX. When's the last time you went to a movie it theater? It has been a bit. Okay. I went recently to see Avatar 2. And you walked Other, out. I, I took a break. I took a break from It was three hours. Hey, go ahead. It wasn't a musical. There's no intermission. <laughs> I, I took, I a, took a self break to call yeah. my friend Craig. Yes, all right? he did. Yes, he did. And then I went right back in. I had a good time at the movie. Like, it's a fun experience. I love the Popcorn. Yes. The yeah. candy, the soda. It was Junior great. Junior mints. So I think it would be Slushy. great yeah. to take the family back to a movie, except not have it be three hours. And I think this looks like a fun movie. I uh, think the kids would love it. All right. Well, listen, you enjoy that. What are the movies out there where you'd say, go see that one instead? 80 for Brady. Stop with that crap. 80 for Brady. I, you couldn't pay me to watch that garbage. Yeah. How about that new horror movie with the doll that they were... Uh, Oh, promoting no. at the Rams game? Yeah. No. Oh, with, the, game. with the four gals that looked exactly the same? Megan. Yeah. Okay. No. no. This is like a little doll. Like the, it was almost like the, the Twilight Zone episode. I know what you mean, but I know. Yeah. I can tell you the movie that we should all go see. What? And I got to see the release date of it. It's, and I'm not even kidding, it's the uh, the scary Winnie the Pooh movie. Yeah. Blood <laughs> and Honey. Or Blood what? and Honey, yeah. yeah. We got, that's what we got to go see. <laughs> How awesome would that be? Oh, I can't wait. Winnie the Pooh, blood and honey. <laughs> Christopher Robin let us down. <laughs> he left us to die so that he could go to the human world. Well, when he comes back, we've got something for him. Don't you think that movie is going to feature people <sighs> laughing the entire time? Well, it's he, February 15th. Is that, is that, that Valentine's as, Day? What's the day 15th? after Valentine's Day? Yeah. What was that movie? Nine Shades of Gray? Eight Shades of Gray? 50, Close, sh 50 there, Shades 50 of Gray. So yeah. I saw 50 Shades of Gray. I bet you did. I'm sure you did. Yeah, uh, probably, took, probably took a horny goat weed first. <laughs> no, I took my wife. She was my girlfriend uh, at the time. Oh, yeah. She wanted to see it. Home, did you guys was... get busy in the theater? <laughs> no, but here's the uh, point. Did you try to recreate any of the things you saw? That's private. Okay, that's a yes. The whole theater was cracking up the entire oh, time. It was like so hokey. It was so absurd that... I remember halfway through, like, I don't even know what the hell's going on. Now we're seeing stuff, sure. Yeah. But people were laughing, and it wasn't intended to make you laugh. I got you. So I could see Winnie the Pooh very well, similar. There's only one Causing issue. laughs. The only issue I might have with Blood and Honey, Winnie the Pooh, is I think we've discussed this uh, on the show. There are two different, um, like, trailers or, or, like, still photos of the trailer. In one of them, it looks like... You know, like Winnie the Pooh is full on a bear, right? Mm -hmm. In the other one, I think Big Mac even brought this up. Winnie the Pooh does look like like a random dude wearing a Winnie the Pooh mask. Hence the laughs. 
And I, I'm hoping it's not the latter. I'm hoping it's like a full-on Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> right? And uh, Piglet. And Piglet, of And course. Eeyore. Imagine Eeyore with the, with the AK-47. Can't have them. What? I looked into this. They can't have Piglet yeah, or Eeyore. Yeah. They're only allowed to use Winnie the Pooh. What about Tigger? Tigger. Can't do it. No, and and, Pig, and uh, Piglet. Those are the only two. Yeah, so no Piglet, Tigger? We watched the trailer. Piglet's in the so trailer. So it's Piglet, but I, okay, but there are characters they cannot use. Correct. So they're that's not allowed we, to use Eeyore yeah. the donkey yeah. or Tigger the tiger? I think so, yeah. Why? I don't know. I think they didn't they, get the rights to them. Yeah, the rights to that character, those characters for some reason weren't available. Really? But yeah. I thought it had been 50 story. years. I'll look it up again. So I thought all of it's public domain now. I don't think so. I think he's right. I think last time we had this discussion, I someone called that. and mentioned it, and we found the article. Got it. Saying so they that were not those are the only use. two characters that they could use in the movie. Well, and Christopher Robin, obviously. And Christopher Robin, yeah. Oh, I wonder why. You think someone else owns the rights to Tigger? I guess, yeah. Wasn't there an amount of time that needed to go by 50 before? Years. So was the, maybe it's Winnie different with those guys? 50 years old. Yeah, but maybe those other characters you need to wait longer. I don't know. Uh, or maybe those characters were uh, late additions that's what I'm into thinking. the Winnie the Pooh family. It's something of that nature. Maybe that's what I'm it on is. Uh, IMDb here. There yeah. seems like there's a piglet in the movie. Please. Yeah, I know. It's we Winnie the Pooh piglet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chris Cornell. Well, you're saying Eeyore and Tigger are not characters in the movie. They're not. No, I'm looking that They weren't allowed to use them. All right. Well, there you go. That's disappointing. So now you don't want to see it. No, I still want to waste the time now. I don't mind. Like, I'm not a huge horror movie guy, but growing up on Winnie the Pooh, I want to see a badass Winnie the Pooh. Don't you think it would suck after about 20 minutes? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, by that point, I'm done with the popcorn. I go home. So you leave a movie early? I have left one movie early. Me too. One movie early. Let's see if it's the same movie. We'll, well see no, it at the exact I've same left time. Two movies early. Two. One wasn't my choice. I was a kid. My parents said, "We're out of here. This that, movie sucks." That doesn't count. So that doesn't count. The movie. I left by choice because it was so bad, yeah. and I'm going to apologize in advance because I think it's people like it. I think there's a movie that people actually. Wait, like. you left the good movie early. I think it's people liked it. Really? I must say, and I was I was like, this is a waste. I'm leaving. Mission Impossible. Just oh, stop it. It was just awful. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I had to leave it. Mission Impossible. first one original. That's what I'm saying. People like it. Yeah, they like it so much. She's making twelve and thirteen currently. Awful. You're, awful. you're embarrassing. I can't. I'm embarrassing. I'm being honest with you. I couldn't. I just was bored to tears. I laughed. I only walked out of one movie, and we should have never been there. Uh, we went to go see something else, and it was sold out. And we had to go see. Oh, you and your buddies. You told this we story to five times Cat last week, Tommy. Yeah, oh, see, look, you yeah. were listening. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. That, that was a good bit. We look did. at yeah. you. Yeah. How about Listen. that? Him and his buddies went to see like a guy movie, yeah. and they couldn't get in. So, we went. so they went to see Cat in the Hat, yeah. and they're like. There's four you know, men looking at you know, like, uh, like a Bruce Willis action movie. Yeah. And they're watching Cat and Hat with children all around them. Yeah. And people thought they were pedophiles. Yeah. That's you, funny. You're taking it a step further than well, I, I mean, did. That's but he connected were, the dots. Yeah, I, just felt like, I just felt like we shouldn't have been there. <laughs> so what movie did you walk out of? I don't remember. I just asked my kids. I you forgot. don't remember? I forgot what it was. So it wasn't. It didn't turn into a legendary movie. Uh, maybe it did. I just texted someone. <laughs> the way, the way it did for me. Yeah. And when I was younger, uh, if you remember this conversation, I had a young. Uh, when I was younger, yeah, like young, you, young. You just told this on the air a week ago. Yeah, but it's a new audience with a lot more people, right? I'm sure it is. Most likely, yeah, exactly. True, most yeah. Li yeah. most likely. My buddy walked out of Forrest Gump before the feather fell. If yeah, you remember I heard the, that? Yeah. Last week. Yeah. yeah. And I walked <laughs> out of Alexander. You might have heard that last week. Didn't hear that. Boring. Didn't hear that. He walked out of Forrest Gump before the feather fell. No, I, you said that twice <laughs> last week. And, and I, Craig, I'm going to bet your <laughs> movie feather. is Cast Away. No, I love Cast Away. Really? Yeah. Cast Away. Even great. with the lack of dialogue? Love you Cast Away, yeah. 
Here's uh, you guys had some other silly conversations. We weren't we weren't on uh, SMY. It's a whole new uh, television audience. Why were you not on SMY? They had to replay a Mets Nationals game. Here's uh, Mark in Matawan, New Jersey. Mark, what's going on, Cookie? Hey, what's happening? Sorry, I'm going to bring up last night again. No, please do. It's the topic of the day. Everyone's got to take on it by all means. Yeah, you know, um, I just want to say last night the crowd was so respectful, quiet for like an hour. Yeah. You know, and they didn't boo when the game got canceled. You know, it was just... People show their humanity Were you, times like that. Mark, I, I don't know if this is just being jaded. I was almost surprised by that. I was almost expecting like a rowdy Monday night crowd to boo when the game was postponed. So I was relieved yeah. that they reacted the well, way you Well, you have to remember, because yeah. of social media and because you can also watch the game on your phone, they would have known very quickly in real time, like you and I did watching it, that this was not like a run-of-the-mill situation that, you know, his life was in danger. And you'd have to be some level of jackass to start booing when you know that a man's life is uh, at risk. So I think they did everything right. And I was was still surprised, though, by uh, definitely Evan. And also this morning, all morning, I watched ESPN. I got choked up like 15 times. Every show was the most... Reality, the most real TV I've ever seen in my life. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't even have the music going to co- commercial. They were right. just silent, and um, it's just—it's uh, horrible. It's horrible, and um, you know, I've—I've I've been praying. That's all I know. And you guys have been doing a great job. I appreciate it. Good job, Mark. Thank you very much. Yeah, listen, if you do believe in prayer, now would be a good time to say one. It's all you no can doubt do. about that. It's all, we're all hoping the best for this kid, and, you know, what can we do other than you just done what we hope. can do. Yeah. And, again, you know, I think no matter what city it would have been in, I think uh, the fans in that building would have done exactly what they did in Cincinnati, and those fans do deserve credit. No, absolutely. And I, I, it's, you know, it's I was always, worried, man. I got to admit it. I really thought that there was just going to be just a horrific response to it. You know, it takes, in my opinion at least, a special type of person to go down to a hospital and uh, participate in a candlelight vigil for somebody they don't know and they never met. Right. You know, it says a lot about the connection that the American public has with the NFL and with, with players in the NFL. You know, you know, Damar Hamlin is not a household name. He's just another guy to a lot of people wearing an NFL uniform and jersey and pads and playing the NFL. And the fact that even that didn't matter, that, you know, the life-threatening injury he suffered and cardiac arrest resonated with people to the point where disappointed they didn't get to see a great game, went to a hospital where they're never going to see the guy, stood outside the hospital just to send their love is just awesome. It shows that sometimes through horror and tragedy, we see the best of mankind. And yeah, it. and sometimes we see the worst. Sometimes we do. Most of that's but it's the not online. The, but it's not the majority. No. Like, even when I was saying before about, oh, I was expecting some people to boo. I wasn't expecting 50,000 people to boo. I was expecting a few jackasses to boo, just like those that you see on Twitter. But it's the vast majority that are good. Yeah. When do you think uh, other athletes are allowed to tweet stuff without being shamed? I thought Tomorrow. they were able to do it today, to be honest well, with you. Apparently not. Why? Who's getting in trouble now? 
No, I'm just saying off the heels of what you said about... Oh, about Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. Well, a lot of it was because Donovan Mitchell tweeted it last night. It was 11.30 at night, midnight. He just scored 71. It was a tremendous performance, an all-time performance at the Cavs record. Plus, it was in a close game. Give him some yeah. credit. I mean, they came back in that game. Remember, he pulled a Luka Doncic against the Knicks by putting back the missed free throw on the don't second know, free Don't throw. know what you're talking about. Yeah, of course you don't. That being said, go ahead. Yeah, so he, in his mentions, I saw it, was getting a lot of heat. Like, how could you tweet about this? You selfish man. Which but is I, so crazy to Of me. course it's nuts. Yeah, which is why Twitter's not real. Although it's going in a better direction without the bots and all that stuff, the level of just abject negativity and hatred is just fascinating. But you know me. the important... It really the, is. It's, it's like, as much as we saw the best of mankind last night, sure, and on a lot of different levels, you know, the life-saving techniques, uh, you know, the camaraderie, the fans, all that stuff which is just off the charts awesome, there's always that small little segment of D-bag out there. I agree. That cannot but, help themselves because Greg, they want attention. I, You're not wrong, but that GoFundMe page that went from 2500 to $5 million doesn't happen without social media. It doesn't. Also very true. It doesn't happen. No, no, you're right. The, you're right. So, and also the information that people wanted on what was going on doesn't happen. But more than that, that charity thing that we saw last night, the good of humans saying, I want to donate to this young man's charity, that doesn't happen without social media. So for all the negative that you're not wrong about, yeah. what about that positive? Does that not outweigh the negative? Does it not? Well, listen, I think positive should always outweigh negative. So, yes, it does. $5 million? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Doesn't happen sure without that, the internet. I'm sure that was... A hundred bucks at a time, too. Yeah. You know, there's the Tom Brady's of the world that write $10,000 checks. That's not the norm. They uh, they nickel and dime their way up to $5 million, which is awesome. Right. And then you're going to add whatever Fanatics raises. Plus, I'm sure Michael Rubin, the founder of Fanatics, is probably going to add a little something on top because that's what he does. You know, you're talking about a lot of money. A lot of money and in the name of, of Hamlet. That, that doesn't happen without those vehicles. So yeah, no, that's true, too. I think there's more good than bad I as much as we I'll tell you this, it. and I'm guilty of this, too. You probably are as well. Sometimes, you know, when it involves you, or in this case, me, or whatever the case may be, you know, we focus on the negative. So we read the negative more than we see the other stuff. Right. Or it bothers us more. It's more of our focus. Right. And in reality, while it does exist... You saw with Donovan Mitchell last night. Uh, it really doesn't represent the majority. It do, no, of it doesn't. Even Not on social even, close. even on social media, as much as we call it a cesspool, I don't think it's ninety percent negative. It's a lot negative, yeah, <laughs> but well, I don't think it's a, overwhelming. And that's just sad. People have nothing else going on in their lives, and they get some type of satisfaction of just being mean to people. You know, and they're just backyard bullies. That's it. And that usually doesn't end well for them. You know, whenever you know, in a position to actually see the people that they like to say things about, which is why I love those uh, karma justice videos on YouTube and why I'm, I love Fight Haven on Twitter what right now. What is karma justice? Karma justice is like when there's a jerk-off bully right. who's like picking on someone he thinks he can take advantage of and gets his ass kicked. Ah. Yeah, or it's called Insta Karma. There's like 30 different sites and YouTube pages. Oh, okay. I love all of them. Huh. Yeah, I love them all. Look at you. Watching a big mouth bully get his ass kicked, and nothing better than that. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Do you it. go to sleep with YouTube the way I do? No, I go to bed uh, without 
electronics. You just close your eyes. I have a noise machine. Uh, I put on a little white noise. Gotcha. And I'm out in five. See, YouTube is my noise machine. I put something on it. varies by the day. Yeah, but then you're not getting good REM That's sleep. not true. Sure it is. How do you know that? Because you, you're not. Once the video stops, it stops. Oh, if the video's 15 minutes. It's not like on a loop or something? No, no, whatever it is. Do you want me to record a 15-minute video to help put you to sleep? Depends what the video is. No, just be, you know. Is it your Fox show? Because I'll pass on that one. I'm sorry, what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can make me a video. I'm up uh, for it. No, no, just be audio. Evan. <laughs> no. What are you wearing? No. I know you see me. I'm looking at you <laughs> through the window. I see those... Brooklyn Net pajama <laughs> pants you're wearing. Yeah. You're so sexy. <laughs> uh, we are coming to you live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Uh, more of your thoughts as you watched what happened last night. And, of course, uh, the NFL's decision moving forward. We'll give you the latest update regarding the Bills-Bengals game, if it'll be replayed, and what the plan is right now for Week 18 in the NFL right after this on The Fan. It's T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. I got a little Hurricane uh, Rangers hockey tonight. And then, of course, uh, the Fishermen and the Canucks uh, late tonight at 10 o'clock. Yeah, big uh, West Coast trip for the Isles. Yeah, the Fishermen. Let's go. I hate that. What's that? I just hate the fishermen thing. Well, that's I what they are. I can't get over it. No, I know, but I don't. I love it. I, okay. Greatest I, mascot at all sports, by the way. I can't get over Not what, even it, close. what it means and represents. Even better than the angle. Kraken. <laughs> yeah, better than the 1,600 Danish Knickerbockers. <laughs> the old man at the sea. Is it better than the hog for the commanders? I happen to like the hog a great deal. <laughs> that big fat pig running around in Washington. Uh, they, did, they did a bad job with the costume. Yeah. Because the pig's not like a badass. He should be like a uh, Schwarzenegger commando pig. Okay, so. And he's not. I'm going to make a and reference. that's a problem. You know, sometimes you make references I don't understand. Yeah. I'm about to make a reference that's going to go over your head. I think I'm going to. I'll get it. I'll get it. Are you sure? Yes. Is it sports? No. Oh, okay. Then I got a shot. Okay. The mascot of the Washington Commanders and how yeah. weird he looks as a military man. They have like, he's got like the military hat on you. Reminds me of Candidate Dukakis in oh 1988. God. Now, do you know that reference? 
And by the way, you can't oh my God I know who me. Michael Dukakis no, Hold on a second. Yeah. You're getting on me for a movie from 1990. I'm making a political reference from 1988. Why? It's not because it's similar. And those who understand that, that, say that pig doesn't look anything like Michael Dukakis. No, here's the point. Michael Dukakis's campaign kind of went down the toilet when he dressed like a military guy and everyone thought he looked like a buffoon. Are you aware of this story? I'm not. Look it up. Google it. I'll be right. Google Dukakis military. looks like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> and so the commander, the, the, the hog, doesn't look like he belongs. No, nah, because he's not a badass pig. Because Dukakis wasn't a badass guy. Yeah, like they, I don't mind having the big pig as your mascot. I don't mind the military uh, little hat thingamajig they got on, right? No, you're wrong here. But I got to tell you what. If they made him into a, like, beer-guzzling, tattoo-on-the-arm, missing-tooth, badass Rambo-style pig, then you'd be talking something that I could get around. Okay, I'm going to show yeah. this to you. This is... I'll look it up. Oh, no, I'm showing it to you. How weird does he look there? He looks like, uh, who's that English uh, comedian? Uh, who's like the James Bond, but, you know, not cool like James Bond. Mr. Bean? Yeah, Mr. Bean. <laughs> he looks like Mr. Bean. So he looks like Mr. the hog Bean. dressed as the commander. Like, yeah. Izzo, can you make an image, put them side by side? Is uh, that offensive? He's not happy with you right now. Why? Uh, he feels as if he tried to be a part of the show today. And bring us uh, Keith McPherson's standing table, and you poo-pooed him. It wasn't me poo-pooing Yeah, him. but he thinks it was. It was the so, guy who got him the job poo-pooing him. Yeah, but he thinks you poo-pooed him. And as a result, he's not available to bring you or do anything for you for a couple days. But I'm telling you, Izzo, if you're listening, yeah. forgive me, it was Craig. Yeah. Put them side by side. I think this is hilarious. Or better yet, who's the guy here that does drawings for us? Not Gallo, but Gallo's guy. Kaplan. Yeah, can you reach out to Kaplan? Have him uh, work up for me, if you don't mind, a badass, you know, like what I'm describing. Like a, a commando, tattooed, ripped, you know, mean, cigar-in-the-mouth, badass pig. <laughs> and get back to me with that. Can you have that for me uh, before uh, 6.30? Thank you. Wait, hold on a second. Look at that. Come here. I'm yeah. giving this one more uh, shot. One more shot with Dukakis. This guy over here to my Look, right. Yeah. Dukakis? Hog. Dukakis, hog, hog, Dukakis. Will you go away if I say yes? <laughs> you really don't see that? Um, and by the way, the fact that that's even a reference point for you, fascinating. I'm me. tweeting this thing out. I think I'm going to get a lot of likes. <laughs> yeah, enjoy that. Enjoy that. You and your nine likes. Yeah. Here's uh, Jason in Forest Hills. Jason, what's up? Hey, how you doing, fellas? Great. Uh, just want like I um I really appreciate you guys highlighting the uh, life saving techniques. I'm a physical therapist, but I used to be a firefighter EMT. I used to volunteer in NASA, and people don't realize one of the best things you could do as like a PSA, you get CPR certified. You spent half a day, you learn to read a pulse, you pump a chest. Yeah. Once you once you keep that blood flowing, your survival rates go through the roof. Like the way calls used to work, I, I'd be in bed three in the morning, the pager goes off, I run throw some clothes on, run to my car, it's already facing out in the driveway. I drive to the firehouse, hop on the ambulance, get to the person. A fast response time is like six minutes, and that's when everything's going your way. Okay. After seven minutes, your survival rates go through the toilet. And if it's seven minutes, it's like, oh, we got to wait for the ambulance. we got to wait for the EMT. Right. When, you know, if you're pumping on the person's chest, they're looking good. But I've done it a handful of times. I can't tell you how 
how few saves we used to get because people would think, you know, wait for the ambulance. Right. But, and know, uh, if, if you don't mind yet. sharing, I, what a lot of people I don't think could have any appreciation for and what, you know, the, the you know, Joe Buck, the Tregman, and that crew saw last night, which they properly did not show the American public, when you are trying to pump a guy or gal's chest to keep, you know, the blood flowing, that is a violent act, is it not? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy. Like, people think, oh, you know, pump for a few minutes, but even even professionally having practice, doing it a couple of times on real people, yeah. it's always as tiring. You're hunched over. You're trying to keep going. You're trying to go fast because a lot of times people go too slow. So, like, you know, PSA, do your friends, your family a favor, get CPR certified. You never know. Like, if, if you keep that blood flow, even in PT school, my cardiopulmonary professor would say, you know, time is muscle. Right. So the longer you go without blood, whether it's your heart, your brain, everything, your, your survival rates go down. So, you know, it's very quick to learn. It's not expensive. And, you know, you could, you know, help help out a family. No, nah, it's great. You know, it really is great advice. Down. Because I'm uh, as you're talking, I'm thinking about this saying, I have no idea what Especially with kids. Yeah, I have no idea. And you're right. Like, that could save whether it's a family member's life or just anybody. So it's, it's yeah, very they, good they advice. they simplified man. it now. Yeah. They simplified You don't even need to do the breaths anymore. You just, you just pump. But, like you said, you know, even on a dummy, it's better than, you know, having nothing. You learn how, how your arms feel, how your body feels, and... And, you know, it could go a long way, even if you take it just once. You know, the rules usually stay the same over the course of the year. Right. So, you Jason, I'll tell you a story. So, I had to learn CPR when I had this um, uh, travel sports league for kids in Tribeca, okay? And I went yeah, to the yeah. whole course, and, you know, we have the AED machines, and I learned how to do CPR and all that. And you're right, it's a great skill. And you're hoping that you never have to use it, but it's nice to know that you know how to do it. Evan, I never told yeah, you this story absolutely. either. So... Uh, the Grateful Dead announced that they're going to play one last show. It's going to be at Soldier Field in Chicago. They lied, by the way. They've done 300 shows <laughs> since then. <laughs> right. But, you know, I have people in my life that are diehard Grateful Dead fans. Deadheads, they're called. Deadheads, yeah. yeah. So I figure I'm going to do them a solid. I'm going to take these people to Chicago. We'll make a night of it, a weekend of it. We're going to go see... A band that I can't stand, The Grateful Dead, <laughs> Soldier Field, Chicago, final dead show ever, okay? There's a guy like 6'7", you know, doing that dumb Grateful Dead hippie dance in front of me. And then all of a sudden he stops dancing. And like a tree, Evan, timber. <laughs> I'm like, I know CPR. I'm going to save him. Right. And I go over there, roll him over. And I'm starting what I learned, you know, the neck up, the nose, the whole thing, right? And I'm going to start compressions. Just as I'm on top of the guy, and I'm going to start what I think are appropriate compressions on the chest and hold the nose. I'm going to now make out with the guy, <laughs> blowing his mouth and all that stuff. Then his buddy comes over and slaps him. In <laughs> slaps him in the face. And the guy wakes up and goes, man, those mushrooms are strong. <laughs> I mean, technically, that's the right thing. You're supposed to do kind of like a violent action to make sure they're really, <laughs> they're really happening. Hey, but if he was down, he would have been glad you were there. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah, it was all like, oh, man, here's my shot. Save a man's life. <laughs> and I'll never forget, man, those mushrooms are strong. <laughs> like, son of a bitch.
You had your moment. I almost saved the guy's life, that but I did. It. That was your chance. He just had really strong mushrooms, apparently. Yeah, which I think is common at Grateful yeah, Dead. Concert. And of course, the Grateful Dead did 300 more shows with John Mayer on guitar, who's a badass. By the way, breaking news. Uh, David Jorn for the day, no house speaker. Can you believe that? Uh, I don't know. First I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to think a lot about it. First time in 100 years, they'll meet tomorrow at noon to try to figure this out. So now they have to come up with some new nominees, I guess, yeah? No, I think they're just going to keep re-voting. I mean, what's the point of that? Because the majority of Republicans want Kevin McCarthy, and they got to convince these 18 or 19 dissenters, or they're going to have to come up with a compromise. Oh, so there's going to be, like, some promises here. Maybe. Like, there could be hey, some promises. Yeah. Vote for my guy, and I'll make sure your constituents get free Twinkies. Hey, look, that's stupid. how James Garfield became president. True story. Look uh, it true up. story. You can look it up. Yep. Yep, because that's what most people in their 30s talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Here's uh, Freddie in East Haven, Connecticut. Freddie, how are you? Hey, how you doing, fellas? Uh, man, you guys, great job on this terrible situation. Um, I appreciate all that. I have to let you know as a caller. But um, this is this actually happened in Little League Baseball. I know it's not the same thing, but where a line drive hits you at the right moment, at the right, right. time, and unfortunately somebody did lose their life because of that. And, of course, it doesn't get the publicity because it's not the NFL. Now, my, my question to you would be, I think everything was handled perfectly for a change. You could say, I think, do you guys feel the same way? I thought everything from the NFL was handled perfectly. Is there anything you would have did different? I think I, the, the, the critique the NFL is facing, and I don't know if it's necessarily fair because they got to the right result, is that they weren't the ones canceling the game. That they told ESPN, hey, guys are going to get five minutes to warm up and we're resuming the game. And it was the players and the coaching staffs that decided we're not playing. So the only criticism the NFL is facing, and you can decide on your own, is that fair criticism or does it not matter they canceled the game, was that the NFL wasn't intending to cancel the game. I don't it think was the players who made that decision. Yeah, I don't. For me, I don't believe the NFL was ever going to try to make them play the game. I think there's they a were, pro. I don't think they were. I think there's probably a conversation that was had, hey, what's the protocol here? And there's some standard protocol in which they go, check, 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 oh, five minutes warm up because the field is clear, the field is ready to be played on. But I, I truly don't think the NFL was ever going to go down that road. I could be wrong. I just think someone was checking all boxes, Craig, if the players, and the next box was that. If the players listened and said, oh, five minutes to get ready, let's go, they're playing the game. Mm, that's a tough one for me. They are. Uh, look, I can't say you're wrong, so I'm not going to. I don't think at any point anyone ever gave that legitimate consideration. And I think, I guess there's that one moment where the two coaches you know, came across and met and had a yeah. very brief conversation with the officials. So if that was true, I think that was very short-lived. I think that was shot yeah, down very quickly. I think they decided we're not playing this game. Now, what you can decide at home, and it's fair, is uh, you know, this doesn't matter. Now, they canceled the game. Who cares how we yeah. got there? But I believe the NFL intended on trying to restart Freddie, that I'll game. I'll tell you this, uh, and I think your question, I'm answering it here. I don't think there should be criticism towards anybody. Okay. Just like you said, it was a freak injury, and it was nobody's fault. Um, that, you know, he tackled the wrong way or there should have been a penalty. It was just a freak. Yep. And, you know, God willing, everything will turn out right for this young man. Thank you, fellas. I you got it, it, you know. Appreciate that. Yeah, I just, I'm not uh, in the mood to, I don't think anyone deserves any criticism at all. And I don't know why. I know there's a segment of people that, well, we got to blame somebody. It was, as we've said a few yeah. times today, it was a fluke, fluke well, thing. And now you just have to hope that, 
you know, the kid's going to be all right. And I, I will tell you this, my concern is, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not going to pretend I know much more than anyone else, but I do know this, the longer you're intubated, the worse it is. You want to get off that off that tube right. as, as quickly as your body will allow you to get off of it. I know that. Yeah, I think in this case, it doesn't even matter if the league intended to play or not. They right. got to the right result. I agree. They ended and by up the making... Way, ooh, the NFL waited an hour to postpone it. So what? Well, they didn't wait five hours. I mean, right. they, like, so what? It, they Even if it was the players kind of forcing the decision, they made the right call. And I think most yeah. of us agree on that. I think most of us are lockstep. And, like, were you really put out last night because they didn't postpone the game 20 minutes later? They were dealing with a life-and-death situation and ultimately, within an hour, postponed the game. Oh, my God, they didn't do it after 40. I mean, come on, guys. Like, get over yourselves. You're not that important where the NFL has to cancel a game within a 30-minute time period so that you can move on with your night. But you know where they are? Some guy almost died. You know where they are going to get criticized? Go ahead, please. How they make up the game next week, if they make up the game No matter what they do, there's going to be someone or some group of people ticked off. You are correct. No doubt. No doubt. No matter where they end on this, there will be people pissed off. Yeah, you can't win on that. You know, because it all it has an impact on the bye week. It has an impact on maybe where you're playing a playoff well, game. I, I was going through have, by the buying tickets, all that stuff. I was going through like the the easiest oh. scenario for the NFL, which is Buffalo loses, Kansas City wins, and the Bengals win. Okay, what that means is Bengals win the division. That's over. Kansas City has the one seed. That's over. So you're like, oh, okay, great, right? Because the Bills have already won the division. You don't have to right. play the game. The problem is the Bills and the Bengals are now tied for the two seed. And we could say, ah, it's not a big deal. It's seeding two oh. versus seven, three versus six. But if they meet each other in the playoffs a few rounds later, a round later, there'd be a debate of why should that team have home field advantage? We never played a game. So right. even on the mo- mi- most minor thing, yeah. there'd be somebody annoyed saying, ah, oh, someone will be game. annoyed, and someone listen, someone's going to have to suck up being annoyed. Yeah, and we could, you know, we could tell you, you know, no one's going to want to hear it. Yeah, the Bengals went to Super Bowl last year. They didn't play a single home playoff game. Not that that's relevant to this year, right. but you know there are other things afoot here. And while you may be annoyed by a decision that is made, you're gonna have to go back and remember why the decision is being made in the first place. You I, know, I, and that's that. From a scheduling NFL standing standpoint, I am curious because I don't know the answer. None of us do. At how far a lanes will they go to play the game next week? You know, even if it is for the one. Wait, you mean? The after Sunday, so Sunday's right, played. I assume right. Sunday is going to be played. The NFL is oh, not going to be doing anything. Saturday and Sunday, right? It's going to happen. Yep. Now we have this extra game that hasn't been played, and let's say there is something on the line—the one seed, the division title potentially. How far will they go to play the game? Well, do you will they play the game? What day of the week would they play the game? Would you play the game on a Thursday? I think Thursday's the answer. But then you can't have the loser of that game or the Bengals. Then play Sunday no, or no. Monday. You'd have to still kill the weekend. You'd have to kill the weekend. Yes. You have to kill the weekend for the entire AFC. If they are going to play, you have to kill the weekend for a minimum, the AFC, and right. possibly the entire thing. Well, you don't have to kill it for the You AFC. don't have to, but you might. You could, but there's no necessarily reason for it. You're not going to cancel the first weekend of NFL football for play one game. You'd play the one game plus the entire NFC playoff, and then the following week, maybe then you give the NFC off and you play the AFC. So then, and uh, then you're that up way, to date. So at least the championship games are both on the same day. So there's no advantage going into the Super Bowl yeah, once, of having extra time. Yeah, okay. really. 
after the next three weeks, you're back to even. Everyone had different weird bye weeks, and now you're good to go. You certainly were. I'm, I guarantee the NFL is already contemplating all that. I'm they, sure I'm they're sure thinking they about it right now. Yeah, I'm sure they are. And you know who they're uh, talking to big time about this? Who's going to basically decide this? Their TV partners. Because their TV partners pay a fortune. Huh? I mean, I think they will dictate exactly what's happening. The TV partners will say, yes, thank you. We'll take them. Right? I mean, what are they going to do? I know it's like Saturday night. I don't know, man. When you pay billions of dollars, you have a little bit of I mean, listen, you're in the room, obviously. Um, As long as your your big games are protected, you know, you'll be fine. Like, you know... You, you know, whatever networks have, I know it's split up the first two weeks, right? Right. Uh, first week, pardon me. Uh, you know, there's more multiple networks involved. But, yeah, I mean, listen, I still go back to whatever they come up with. Someone's going to be ticked off about it, and you and I will be just fine. You know why? Because once that ball gets kicked off, we are locked and loaded in, and we're watching the sport we love the most. Look, we just And saw that's all there is to it. And, by the way, our team ain't in it. Wow. Seventy uh, percent of New York's team is in it. That's true. Okay, I'm talking selfishly between me and you. Yeah, me and you and Jet fans who represent I don't know thirty, forty percent of this town, maybe less. We're not in it, but the New York Football Giants shockingly are. Yeah, and I hope and, they play Minnesota because they'll beat them. And I'm telling you right now, I've been thinking about this. This is one of the great New York sports surprises we have seen in a very long time. I'm not talking about winning a championship. I'm talking about making the playoffs in a year in which no one thought they had a chance. I think this ranks up there, man. I can't think of many that match this. I mean, it's top ten, for sure. It's top five. Oh, well, it's top ten. It's top three. I mean, Sanchez back-to-back. Nah, I disagree. Nick's two Dude, years ago on, against on, Atlanta. I, I, I have to call you out. First of all, make the playoffs. Not playoff runs, okay? Make the playoffs. Okay. Number two, the Jets are coming off a nine-win season in 2008. So mm-hmm. when they won nine games in 2009 and made the right. playoffs, it was not the same upset. That's wrong next. Well, I disagree with you on that. No, how could you disagree? I just because I, I had a rookie quarterback I had no expectations for who got level. his ass handed to him in Baltimore that Craig. Sunday night, and I was afraid he was ever going to walk again. Craig, That's why. Craig, first of all, yeah. you were talking about a team that just had higher expectations coming into the season than this football team. It's not even close. And you were around. You did mornings. Like, how do you yeah. not remember that? I also tell you the 2007 Giants making the playoffs. That's after not After starting true. the season 0-2. They made 0-2. the playoffs in 2006 and 2005. They were 0-2. you Had given up 80 points. And Craig. And had a goal line stand against Craig. Washington to avoid going 0-3. First of all, you're citing the first two games. I'm citing going into a season. And they were going into the season after making the playoffs two years in a row. Ah, the Nick one is the best example, by the Knicks way. Knicks-Atlanta two years 2021, yeah. the Knicks being a 4 is the only one that matches this. But even the Mets in 15, big expectations to make the playoffs. Not the World Series, make right. the playoffs. I wouldn't count that. Any of the Yankee teams, give me a freaking break. I would Not one. That. I'm with you on so that. So name me the team just making the playoffs. Yeah. These guys are thinking because they know I'm right. I they mean, can't I, name one. They, I can they go have back. constipation. How, is there a rule on how far we can go back? Or you no? go back as far as you want. I would say the 69 Mets. Right? That's that's a great example. That, and that's but get, Think about it. He just went back 50-plus yeah. years. That's the one that jumps out. No, right? and you're right. I was really thinking the last 30 years, but I opened it up. You're right. 69 yeah. Mets. Great. Thank God you opened it up. Yeah. Because without that, we wouldn't have got the genius effort there <laughs> of the 1969 Mets. Thank you so much for Can that. Can you name any that. team in the last 30 years that matched the level of surprise of this giant team making the playoffs? Go ahead. I'll wait. Yeah, the 2007 Giants. They made the playoffs in back-to-back With years. a skittish Eli Manning. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 0-2 after 2, goal line stand before going 0-3. Stop mentioning 0-2. It's irrelevant. 80 points they let up. <laughs> 80 points they gave up 
in those first two games. You know what could have matched it, but they didn't make the playoffs on the final day? The New York Cosmos in 81. The 97 Jets. But they missed the playoffs by one game, the Detroit Lion game, a game I mentioned earlier. Yeah, that was the Bill Parcells, uh, what are you thinking game. Yes. Yeah. Moron. I mean, in the moment. He's obviously a Leon Johnson, I understand that. But if they make the playoffs, that's up there off a one-win season. Maybe Ray Lucas shouldn't play for you. But think about this. 17 Yankees. Nah, give me a freaking break. 17 Yankees. Nah, here's why you're wrong. I'll give you facts. If you can make this fast, I'd appreciate it. Their yeah. over-under was 84.5 coming into the season. It wasn't 74.5. Okay? They yeah, weren't supposed to. to make the they won 90 games. Why would you know the over-under yeah, yeah. on the 17 Yankees? I have a reason. You knucklehead. Joe Beningo. Oh, he, he did. Joe spent the entire season, I love him, <laughs> saying, I bet the over on the Yankees, bro. And they won again. <laughs> got him really into the Yankees that good. year. It was great. Real quick, I got to say hi to Charles and Mawa. Where there's no Wawa. Charles, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Craig and Evan. Uh, thank you for taking the call. And, Craig, I don't know if you remember me, but I, I emailed you and reached out a month ago, and you hooked me up with your buddy, Dan Trelaw. With Danny, yeah. How you doing, buddy? You doing okay? Oh, I'm in a, I'm in a fantastic place. And awesome. you, got, you saved me, and I'm forever grateful. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart again, man. Well, I'm, I'm so happy um, for you that you, know, you took the steps, and you're living a good life, and... I know it's cliche, but get through today. We'll worry about tomorrow tomorrow. And I'm proud of you. Good job. Thank you. Can I bring up uh, one movie point since you guys, since you're a big movie buff and you guys have been talking a little a shot today? Of course. Everything that happened last night, unfortunately. Well, yeah. So classic, classic movie from the 90s, and I know you've seen it. Internal Affairs with Richard Gere. One of the greats. And, uh, and, and uh, Andy Garcia. The best. The best. So Internal Affairs, Evan, is uh, Richard Gere's a dirty cop. And Andy Garcia is like an internal affairs cop who's now trying to figure out what Richard Gere's up to. Richard Gere basically bangs everything that walks. He's got multiple wives. Annabelle Scarino's one of them. And they all get along. He's like the prince of the town. And then he winds up going head-to-head with Andy Garcia. He tries to go with Andy Garcia's wife, but it never really happens. And you can imagine how the movie ends. I'm not going to give it away because you might want to go see it. But great movie, and Charles, I'm proud of you, buddy. And thank you for checking in. Appreciate that. means the world to me, and it's why our Saturday show also makes such a difference for people like me and for Charles and many others out there who I'm blessed to have the opportunity to just talk to and try to help through the issues that they have with gambling. Uh, And it's a daily thing that we do. And Dan Trelauer, who we talked about, works over at Epic Risk Management, and he's a saint. Uh, every person I meet, I send Danny's way because he's, you know, professional at uh, exactly how to get people the help that they need. So if you do have a gambling problem, if you have a loved one who has a gambling problem, hopefully hearing a call like Charles shows you that you can do it too. You can overcome the addiction. takes a lot of work, and it doesn't happen overnight, but you can get to a place where you're in a really good spot life-wise as well. Here's uh, Stevie in Edison, New Jersey. Steve, good afternoon. How are you? How you doing, Craig? How you doing, Evan? So, last sure. night, situation obviously was a freak accident, uh, and I coach my son's eleven-year-old team, and I tell him all the time, man, things things happen. Like he was asking me questions about it. Doesn't mean that you have to reinvent the wheel now. The game is a violent sport. Yep, it is what it is. You know. Things happen. I mean, you, you can't. It's like now we're going to say something about UFC, and something happens detrimental to somebody in UFC. You're going to change the sport now. Right. It is what it is. You guys know every day that they go out there. There's a possibility of really getting injured. And like you said, it could have just been something where the helmet hit at the right spot, skipped the heartbeat or whatever. And Steve, I'll do you one better, and, and you can speak to this like I can. 
the, the, the better way to even say it is, I guarantee you that you're going to get injured playing this sport at some point. 100%. My son, my son, like I said, at 11 years old, just a freak accident. You're saying freak accident. This year, he rolled. He did like a barrel roll, and his helmet creased his collarbone. Freak accident. Yep. You know what I mean? And he had a bruise there that hurt him for like two weeks. You... But what am I going to do now? Now I'm going to go and reinvent the helmet? No, no, no. You're, you're, you're right with everything you say. It's a violent sport. I think for, for someone like me, and I think I represent a decent amount of people, I watch something like this. Not trying to reinvent the game, but it reminds me, oh, my God, I don't want my kids playing that. Yeah, I don't think there's, there's a lot of crazy people saying that. Right? So sometimes there are those moments, and I love the sport. So maybe that makes me a hypocrite. I love watching no, no, it. it doesn't make you a hypocrite. No, it, it makes you a parent. That's right. all it does. It, it doesn't, but, you know, we go through these classes, these courses, over and over on teaching a proper way of tackling and yeah. all this stuff. And we do take a lot of, of time to go over that stuff. But it still doesn't mean that something free can't happen. And that's what happened. No, you're right. Was, you're right. Yeah, and, I, and by the way, and I'm with you, and I think that's all it was. And I'm not minimizing, you know, the results of that's all it was because the man's life in the balance. But it was a fluke, freak play. Think about it's never happened before. Right. And so you're talking about literally millions of plays. Oh, yeah. It's never happened. How many hits do you get in an average NFL game? Violent hits in the NFL. Yeah. Tons every single game. So you're what, right about that. One question I got for you. Did they say anything about an underlining issue? That might well, have been that'll be part of, I think, what'll come out when the doctors are willing or ready, with the family's permission to come out and talk about it, is did he have an underlying issue? Was this that freak thing, I forget the name of it, that Evan brought up, where he got hit and just, you know, yeah. the perfect time in between heartbeats, was it something else? Comedo cortis is what got it's it. called. And that's that freak accident where there's a blunt hit, a sudden blunt impact to the chest, but it happens at this incredibly specific time during the cardiac cycle yeah. and it causes And it's actually more prone to happen in a baseball game. Yeah, you get hit. Than it is baseball, yeah. uh, in a football game. Right. Um, but again... You know, I agree with you. It doesn't mean you reinvent the sport. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the sport. It's just a reminder yeah. that when you play contact sports, you are at risk of getting hurt, whether it's a common torn ACL, a twisted ankle, God forbid, a head injury, or something crazy like last night. In the 18 hours since this happened, I do think most of the reactions, not everyone, you can't define everybody, but most of the reactions have been measured. In not changing the game or not blaming anybody. I don't think there's like some new referendum anti-football at all. No, I don't think so. Because it wasn't a violent hit. Right, it was just a scary reminder. That's that's all it is. It's a reminder. Sometimes we need it once in a while that we all love sports. We're crazy about it. You know how crazy I am? It's just a reminder that in the end, what does it really mean? J.R. Smith has just tweeted something that's really a question for all the ages. Strawberry or grape jelly? Oh, that's not even a question. Yeah, it's an easy one. It's great. Yeah, grape. Yeah. 100%. Strawberry. 100%. See, apparently it is a debate. Come on. You yeah. said strawberry? Of course I did. Shut up. He must have... I live and breathe. Think about what he's got going on right now. That he went to Twitter. <laughs> he's a multimillionaire who went back to college and played golf down at whatever Coastal Carolina or wherever it was. <laughs> he's got multiple NBA championships. And he's sitting around the house right now going... I, got, I know what I want to say. <laughs> I know what I want to say. And is anyone now trolling him? You know, a guy got hurt last night. Oh, I'm sure. And you're asking grape or strawberry jelly. What's wrong with you? I know. 
You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. Dude, I still can't believe John Rothstein's tweeting about college basketball. Now, How dare he? Would it be wrong of me to ask if he's really stoned right now? <laughs> you should. Because that would actually make some sense to me. Maybe he's got some of that Iverson weed. And he's like, man, this weed's really good. Is it <laughs> strawberry or grape jelly? I didn't get a lot of likes for my Michael Dukakis Commander's Hog mascot picture. Of course you didn't, because yeah. it's so yeah. out of touch Nobody with our knows, audience. Nobody knows who that picture is. That's all right. You know what, though? You keep Hold being on. You. Henry Skywalker on Twitter. Man, Henry what up? Skywalker. Name himself after Luke. Henry Skywalker put a picture of this is actually pretty funny of the of the Commander's mascot. Next to Daniel Vogelbach. Did he? That's, <laughs> that's, that's a better one. Now nah, that's funny. Daniel Vogelbach is the Redskins uh, mascot. I like that. A fat pig. That's right. Yeah. And Aaron NYG said, I see the resemblance. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, I appreciate right. Whatever it. Whatever makes you happy. You got 45 good. likes on it. You got, yeah, I know. He had 9,000 views. It's terrible. Look actually. how happy you are. No, it's terrible. I Just for the record, you got 9,000 views. J.R. Smith's question of strawberry or grape jelly. Got 57,000 views. <laughs> no, I understand. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.